listening to this right now. Uh, yeah, this is our, our maiden voyage, yeah? We are venturing into the podcasting world. And we thought to ourselves, hey, we're two, like, semi-qualified music millennial enthusiasts. Let's just go ahead and offer our opinions on things that nobody probably asked for. That's what we're here for. We are. We're giving the people question mark what they want. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, hi friends. This is Maria. And this is Drake. And this is our podcast. Music, Maria. And also Drake. <laughs> da, 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 da. We'll workshop that theme song. Yeah, yeah. We'll give it some work, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, pal? How's life? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh nervous a little bit about this yeah yeah <laughs> a little bit i've never yeah yeah a little bit i've never done anything like this yeah 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 how about you i'm great i am happy to be here in wonderful davenport iowa we are broadcasting live from the brood book great place yeah come by grab a dirty chai i'm drinking this out of a very large mug it's a bowl it's, it's very large but i love it because i need the caffeine to function so yeah uh you guys listening out there on the interwebs are probably wondering oh no another music podcast nay nay no we today and potentially in the future we'll see how this episode goes <laughs> um we're gonna be kind of delving into genres we really haven't and at least personally for ourselves not really delved into for sure yeah yeah i i consider this kind of like a hey you got chocolate in my peanut butter hey you got peanut butter in my chocolate but like musical uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a good way like to put it. Ourselves, just as humans, we're pretty good friends and humans, and we have good established bands. Right, but right. Our, but our musical tastes are very much like I don't want to say the opposite ends of the spectrum, but just like very different. Yeah, that'd be a good way to put it. Yeah, and I've always found that very interesting. So thus, this podcast was born. Um, I'll, I'll I'll throw it out to you to get your insight, what your relationship is to music, and what kind of music you like, and kind of what led you here. So mainly what I get into is uh, heavy metal or hard rock. I've always really enjoyed Alter Bridge is my favorite band. I'm actually going to see them soon, which I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, my relationship with music has always been something that's is there, you know, on some tougher days, you know, it just puts it into perspective and the way, and I know heavy metal gets a lot of, it gets a bad rap a lot of times, like with their lyrics, but there's a lot of good stuff in there, like philosophy wise and life-wise and how they put stuff together and how they use metaphors and stuff i've always really i've just really enjoyed it i've always gravitated towards it and i've actually used a lot of it for my own writing you know how they use metaphors and talk about like life and death openly it's always been i, I don't know it's just been a great way for me to figure out my own life like i was actually just listening to rush's snakes and arrows today which is my favorite Rush album, which that's probably a hot take already. But <laughs> I love that album. It's the first one I heard, so it's probably more nostalgic than anything. But that whole album is about like his ideas on religion and faith and how he just doesn't really partake in religion. I'm atheist, so it's you know, it's just stuff like that. It really hits home for me. And it really, I guess the old adage, you know, not alone, you know, it helps out a good bit. So that's always been my relationship with music. Yeah, I've always really enjoyed it. I I grew up on heavy metal too. Um, new metal was what I grew up on, <laughs> for better or worse. Uh, oh, so like a like a big lip biscuit. Oh God, no! Chocolate starfish. That was what I never got into. No, <laughs> I, I do. I is it 
ironically. Yeah, ironically listen to them. Yeah, not unironically. I, I ironically listen to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Linkin Park, uh, Lamb of God, they're, they're not new metal, but I grew up on them. Um, and yeah, it's um, Blossom and grown into what it is now which is like progressive metal and progressive rock like contortionist or between the buried and me so yeah i love melodic death metal too but yeah that's kind of my relationship with music it's always been a good outlet for me to express emotions and stuff when you know i mean it's hard as, as a as a guy to express emotion it always has been um for whatever reason that may be but that's the yes yeah that's my relationship with music Okay, that's awesome. Um, I did want to ask this question, mainly because I'm going to probably tackle this in my own little spiel. But do you have like a certain core memory or like a certain time like early on in your life where like you can remember hearing music for the first time and like really establishing like, I like this, like even as like a tiny human not knowing much about the world, but you hear something and you're like, this is music. I like this. I guess my earliest memory with music, again, I don't know how this is going to come off for me, but I loved Creed growing up. <laughs> i still love creed by the way they get so much crap but i love them to but be I remember... clear you like creed unironically yes unironically versus <laughs> limpus absolutely yes, yeah. yeah um <laughs> um yeah they played this one show or did a music video or something it was on creed's greatest hits which if memory serves me was the first album i ever got no regrets um but they played like oh what song was it was a weathered i think it was weathered um on top of like a building or something and it was it was so bizarre to me but i was like this is also really cool and i'm also afraid of heights so i was like i would also never do that but it's also very cool <laughs> but that's like my i think my first memory that's the farthest back i can think of anything for sure. musically that's so for yeah sure. creed playing weathered on top of a building on Creed's greatest hits. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's very much like, love that for you. Don't love that for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Congrats. yeah. That's awesome. Um, I know that Creed, like you said, kind of gets a bad rap. I feel like they've been very like memified, if you can if you can call it, in like current day culture. But I enjoy them. Yeah. Even like the, the Scott voice that everyone tries to imitate. I'm not going to do that to you, by the way. I wouldn't attempt, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> fantastic. I think one of the things that does bother me about Creed, though, with, with, with like people hating on them, is the fact that Eddie Vedder sounds the exact same, and he doesn't get any of the crap that Scott Stapp does. I just don't understand. But see, this is the kind of juicy content that we're looking for on this podcast. These are the kind of hot takes that yeah, the people need to I, hear. I, I'm ready for them. I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and give it a go uh, with my voyage into music, if we can call it that. Um, I feel like music has always been in my life, you know, even before I was on this earth, because my dad was a musician and he played oh, in a band. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he was a traveling What did he musician. play? What, like instruments? Yeah, yeah. He played guitar, he played keyboard, and he sang. Oh, that's awesome. I never yeah. knew that. Yeah. yeah. So he's a whole musical man. Yeah. Uh, but with that, uh, my mom would always say, like, when she was, like, pregnant with me, she would, like, go to his gigs and stuff like that. And so, like, I have, like, this working theory that, like, I heard music... A lot in the womb so that's why i feel like it gives me a lot of joy and even like a lot of what's the word i'm looking for like solace i feel like i always have to have music yeah right, everything right. Do. yeah I'm one of those weirdos that like can't do anything without music in the background like whether it's sleeping <laughs> yeah, yeah. or working working out like i just always have to have music i don't like quiet 
but I think that's a, a lesson for my therapist. <laughs> um, uh, as for maybe one of my early recollections of music, um, I grew up also with an older sister, and her adolescence was like in the 90s, like the peak 90s era. So a lot of exposure to like culture and things that were like cool um, for the audio people, I'm throwing up air quotes. It's quite the sight. Yeah, no video video. on this one. Um, Yeah, so like a lot of what was cool, what was happening, like really what the world was like around us. So I grew up with a lot of 90s music, even though myself, I was born in 1995. I have a good understanding and recollection of stuff in the 90s, which people are like, how is that possible? Well, there you go. Now you know, world. (laughs) Uh, So I (laughs) listened to like a lot of my sister's CDs, a lot of her cassettes even though she would hate me being in her room <laughs> as a 16 <laughs> year old in the 90s i can't imagine that must have been a time for her yeah because yeah, i'm yeah. angsty now but i feel like 90s angst was like a whole nother <laughs> yeah it was different they had to create a whole genre for it they did they did that's fantastic um and yeah a lot of her stuff that she listened to was like hip-hop rap r&b and that's pretty much where like i formed my earliest attachments to i really like hip-hop in the way of uh just how real it is i feel like the lyrics and stuff really resonated like with my life no matter like what stage of my life i was at i feel like it was a good indicator of like you said like how i feel and how like i want to express how i feel but i don't know how to do that so i'm just gonna listen to these miss like whatever and it's all good so i think in retrospect like while i wasn't necessarily living in like an urban area per se like i would by no means lived in like a city or anything like that but i did have relation to like the struggles so when people would rap about like not having money for food or things like that well i wasn't necessarily that extreme i did live in like a certain low-income household and community and stuff like that so i was like hey this guy gets it (laughs) so uh i i feel like just from there i was able to really branch out and um i'm probably gonna date myself with this it's okay i've accepted it uh, on another podcast that I listened to, there was a quote that said, I am cringe, but I am free. <laughs> and that is how I am choosing to live my life. You know? Yeah. Um, going off on a tangent, we're going to do that a lot. So, great for editing. But, as I was saying, uh, I'm going to date myself with this because back in the day, we had like a gateway computer in our living room. And at the time, we didn't have enough money for internet. So, my stepdad at the time had like a whole bunch of these... They were called, like, Britannica CDs. Yeah, and you'd pop them into, like, the computer, and it was, like, a whole encyclopedia of, like, certain things. It was, like, Wikipedia, but, like, on disc. That's awesome. Yeah, right? So Maybe like, I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So, like, it was just basically like an encyclopedia of, like, a program, and they had, like, A through Z. So, like, disc one would be, like, A through D. Disc two would be, like, E through whatever. So there was a time when I would just pop those in for fun because, like, there's nothing else to do. Um... And yeah, I really got into like old school rap, like uh, Dr. Dre, Grandmaster Flash. They had like articles on them as well as like snippets of their music. And that was probably one of my first like core memories of being like, this is cool. This is really awesome. And I remember another time where it's just cringe. <laughs> I would recite one of the first verses from the song The Message from Grandmaster Flash. If you look it up, it's great. But I remember being so proud of myself, but also being so like self-conscious because I was only like in the fifth grade but I thought it was so cool that I could recite this whole verse by heart that I dragged my best friend at the time into the bathroom and I was like watch this shit (laughs) and so (laughs) thus became my long-standing affair with hip-hop music 
um, notwithstanding my own attempts to like make uh, an album on SoundCloud <laughs> in high school. It is still on SoundCloud, by the way. I'm not going to link you to it, but, but know if you find it. There you, you think, go. Is this Maria? It, it probably is. I recorded it in my bathroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I recited it in the middle of art. Seemed to like doing hip hop in the bathroom. Yeah, because funnily thing like is that in my house that I grew up, my childhood house, we didn't have any doors. Like, no doors to, like, our bedrooms, no doors to the living room, no doors. The only door that we had was to the bathroom. And I think that was just for decency purposes. <laughs> a lot of a lot of things happened in the bathroom. Hip-hop and bathroom. That's the, the topic of our conversation today. So, with that said, we've done a lot of talking. Uh, we hope that you all listening will join us on this ride. Uh, the general concept that we're going for is I'm going to give Drake a hip-hop album that i know love and value and in turn he's going to give me a heavy metal shenanigan of some sort and we're going to listen to them and we're going to give our thoughts and i guess this is the point where we put our disclaimer for the people on the internet because the internet's going to be the internet where uh we tell people we're not music critics we don't we don't, we don't claim to be music critics right right we're probably going to give a lot of hot takes yeah a lot of things you fair. don't agree with but life man right right yeah yeah we're not gonna analyze it or anything we're just gonna listen to it and be like we kind of liked it or we kind of didn't yeah yeah this is what i liked and this is what i didn't like and we're not gonna get into like music theory we're not gonna (laughs) pretend to know things about the industry right right just having a good time and you should too don't take us so seriously because we're not (laughs) and we will laugh at you if if you do right right (laughs) so yeah now that we got that out of the way uh, do you want to go ahead and let me know for next week what album you would like to bestow on me? Oh, yes. I will uh, be giving you Pantera's Cowboys from Hell, which is 1990. So it was just right on the money for the 90s theme that we got going. Um, it's 100% my favorite Pantera album that they've ever written, by far, by the way. Like, <laughs> it's not even close. Um, I just loved the... Um, like the power metal influences that they had on that album on top of what they became known for. But yeah, that's the album I'm going to give you. It's their fifth studio album, I think. Okay. That's awesome. Really excited to listen to it. And I know we had this conversation just off the record that time we were driving when I was like, what constitutes as heavy? Oh yeah. Would you constitute this album as heavy? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I think off the top of my head now, because I've thought about it a little bit, but I still couldn't figure out an answer, but Good riffing is what makes something heavy. And Dimebag Daryl is quite possibly the greatest riffer in heavy metal. That's amazing. That's a great indie wrestler name. How has, how has nobody taken that yet? Yeah, <laughs> Dimebag Daryl. <laughs> yeah, got taken in the mid-80s, so. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, well, that sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think the album that I wanted to bestow onto you. I, I know we had this this talk where I just had the worst time trying to get these albums to you because they're not on streaming for whatever godforsaken reason. Right. Both of them, both of the choices that I wanted to give you. Because um, those that know, my, my fellow hip-hop heads out there, I wanted to give Drake a listen to The Chronic by Dr. Dre, which came out in the 90s. I, I was actually looking forward to listening to that too because I've heard a lot of good things about oh, that one. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. It is very much like influential across the scope of all hip-hop and just a great album altogether but it's not on streaming for some reason dr dre doesn't love us (laughs) (laughs) and then the second album that i did want to give to you as a present for your ear holes uh was doggy style by snoop dogg which is his first debut major label album also a great album 
also, you know, Dr. Dre adjacent. That hip-hop West Coast sound is where I have my bread and butter. So that didn't work out. So we went to the next uh, available option, but by no means the last on anybody's list, was uh, Tupac's All Eyes on Me, which is a hefty project. It is, yeah. It's it's got two volumes, so you'll have a lot to cover, but I hope you enjoy it. It's pretty much a good indicator of like where west coast hip-hop was at that time because you know they had like the west coast east coast beef and that was pretty much the i don't want to say the genesis of it but it was pretty much a precursor of what was to come in terms of that scene and that era and so yeah i hope you enjoy it yeah i'm looking forward to it all right friends that'll be all for now i will take my bowl of chai hope you have a great day and yeah we'll see you next week yeah see you next week